Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Layla Fanucci, who is an international artist and proprietor of Charter Oak Winery here in the Napa Valley. Layla, thank you so much for inviting me into your art studio and your winery today. Oh, you're welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming. It's a pleasure. You you and I have known each other for many, many years. You're one Mm -hmm. of my most favorite people. Mm, I'm in love with your art and your wine. I am so excited that you were able to carve out a little time to chat with me today and we can share your story with our listeners. That's wonderful, thank you. I always like to ask people, Mm -hmm. what was your first professional job Mm -hmm. ever? First professional job would have been teaching. You know, I was a teacher for 25 years before, I like to say it changed mediums from music to art uh, 25 years ago. Um, So my first professional job was uh, teaching. Uh, I taught music uh, in the schools. Here in St. Helena. It, well, I started first in uh, the Bay Area, and then I was in uh, Howell Mountain, and then I was in St. Helena Catholic's. Uh, my last job was at St. Helena Catholic School. I was there 10 years, and I was their music teacher. Yeah. We have to ask, how mm-hmm. did you segue into becoming an artist? An artist. Well, I say to people, I've been an artist my whole life. I just, I like to say, changed mediums in 1999. So um, so uh, what I did was I was still teaching, and I started painting, uh, and I painted a few paintings, put them on my wall, and everybody saw the paintings and said, oh, will you paint me one? And I did that. Uh, the first year I sold nine paintings, and I thought, well, you know what? I love to do it. They love to to have it. So um, uh, let me try and see if I can make art a business. So that's when I quit the next year. Uh, and I've been painting ever since. So whoever those nine people are <laughs> have masterpieces, <laughs> original artworks and yeah. masterpieces, well, right? We hope so. We hope of course so. they do. <laughs> of course they do. Tell us how your business has evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first, my first job was to create a body of work. And, uh, and so I did that. And then what the next step was to take that body of work to the best consultants in New York and get uh, an idea of my question to them was here's my work can I make art a business so then uh, the next step was to develop a style of painting that no one paints in the world and uh, that was the goal to be a marketable artist you have to paint something no one's painted in the world so let's talk about mm-hmm. that okay. let's talk about your style because it is one of a kind and beautiful. Thank you. It's Thank truly you. beautiful. Thank you. Well, I did have to develop that, and a couple years later, I developed the style I paint today, and that's cities on top of each other. So when you look at my paintings, there are several paintings underneath. So I paint, I layer color, I paint the architectural design with black oil and a brush I cut very thin. And then when the whole painting is completed, another layer of color comes on top. 
I get the black oil, the one brush, and uh, paint the architectural design on top of the second painting. And then I do this usually two or three times, sometimes four. And one time, I went to five paintings underneath. And that was the New York Central Park Opus 555. So um, I paint paintings and cities on top of each other. And what happens is each painting I put on another painting adds depth texture and energy to the painting. It adds more and more and more. And so uh, it was also a style no one paints in the world. So when I developed that 22 years ago, that's when I started exhibiting all around the world. <laughs> and you, I'm speechless. <laughs> Should we walk around sure. and talk about some of your Sure, artwork? absolutely. I mean, the gallery here is just filled with so many different pieces of your artwork. Let's talk about some of your more popular pieces or color well, schemes. Okay, well this is this is Paris fall winter. You see the fall, the leaves coming on the left and the the beginning of winter and under here are three full paintings. And uh, this is a whole different color palette. These are greens and orange and yellows, grays all mixed in together. It's very fall-like, you can see. And this one here is one of my most popular paintings. This is Paris Dream, Opus 999. Under here is a full painting called New York. And if you look to the right, you can see it kind of bleed through there. And if you look in the middle, you can see it bleed through. Under New York is San Francisco. And in between each city is a layer of color. So this is a very popular one. And then I have, I have to show you my biggest to date, not my biggest painting, because I've painted a 14 foot by eight foot painting as my biggest painting. Which is but incredible. Yeah, that's in the outside studio. In the inside studio, this is a painting. This is San Francisco, Opus uh, 1957. This has three paintings underneath. It took a couple years to complete. And uh, it's my biggest painting to get into the studio. And we did <laughs> have to cut some doors and walls to get it in, but we did it. And how big is it? <laughs> it's 11 feet by eight feet. Wow. And this is what San Francisco is to me. Everything. It's got such incredible energy. The colors are amazing. The Thank yellows you. and blues and greens. Yep. And um, how do you describe, mm -hmm. I, I know that you described how you paint one city on top of mm -hmm. the other, but mm -hmm. how do you describe the, the actual painting of the city? Of the city. Uh, I take one brush and I cut it very, very thin. And when the layer of color on top comes on top, after that, all the color's gone, and it's one black uh, um, oil, one black oil, and one brush. And so I uh, paint the architectural design on that color with just the brush and the black oil. So it's like sketching a, a little city. Bit, a little bit, but very, the brush is cut very, very thin. So I can get in that black and then, you know, do my architectural design on top. Only black. And you're self-taught. Well, I am. I am self-taught for sure. But I also know that a lot of the writers and critics in New York saw music in my work. So I like to say that, or they said that the notes are the people and they can see the staff and the F clef, G clef, all the music paraphernalia in the work. So I like to say uh, I changed mediums uh, from music and just put that on the canvas. And then my father was an architect and my grandfather was an architect. And I love the architectural design. So self-taught, but also uh, comes out from uh, a life born of, uh, of music and art. Anybody else inspired you? To do the art? Yes. 
you know, I think that I really uh, started painting because I loved it so much. Uh, I loved teaching as well, but I was ready to change, and it kind of all happened at the same time. I studied art after I got into art because I was studying music. So the artists that inspire me now, that I've studied them now, really didn't study them before, uh, are all the greats. I love them all. I really do. I mean, I see beauty in all their art and in their own form. So I will go to any museum uh, you can, I can find. I love them all, truly, okay. for what they give. You've been painting for 22 years? 20, uh, t- uh, 23 years, uh, full-time painting, yeah. Do you ever get tired of it? Never. 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 So what drives you? Well, we host two tours a day. As you know, we have a charter oak winery. And so that's two hours a day. And after that, I close up the doors and I go paint. And what drives me is the love of painting. It, it is, uh, I tell everybody, I've never woken up one day and said, oh, I got to go paint. It's the opposite. I wake up and say, you know, we're going to do our tours and enjoy the people. And then I can't wait to get back to painting. So it's just it's just a passion. And if you have a passion that you love, you want to do it. It's just that simple. Well, it's <laughs> it's amazing. So if somebody wants to just come and see your artwork, mm-hmm. What's the best way for them to do that? But just give us a call, you know, uh, charteroakwine.com and give us a call, an email, or a text, and let us know the day you want to come in. We'll look at our schedule, get a time, and you can come in and, and check everything out. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's go back to you where the it. wine is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good, huh? Well, of course it is. It's one of my most favorite. You only make a 1,000 cases of wine. Right. We are... Uh, as we know it, uh, and you know, as we know it, the only winery in Napa Valley that makes wine this way—they're hand pressed, hand punched wines, made originally by Guido, by Robert's grandfather, yes. my husband's grandfather, and Guido taught Robert, and Robert taught David, our son. So, four generations of winemaking going on in this uh, 1900 uh, farmhouse. Uh, but uh, it's a natural yeast fermentation. We don't add chemicals to the wines. We don't add sugars to the wines. So they're handcrafted, beautiful wines. And I'm going to pour for you uh, our estate zen. You just now, released these. We just did. These were bottled about nine months ago, ten months ago. This is our estate zen. It's called the Zinfandale Mind. And this is a 16. Yeah, And you painted the label on this. I did. It has a painting called the Zinfandale Mind. It's my version of what happens when you drink too much Zin. So we put that on the bottle so you know every grape in this backyard here uh, is in that bottle. Mm. (laughs) It is so good. Isn't it good? It's just like all that black fruit flavor, wonderful Mm -hmm. aromas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the smell and the Mm. color is incredible. Yeah. And yeah. perfect glass for it as well. Yes, you have to have a nice... What year is that? This is a 16, oh. uh, and uh, up to date, this is our only estate uh, uh, wines, but, you know, as you know, we purchased the property next door, so in a couple of years, we'll have five new estate varietals. And oh, we're, yeah, Cab, and what will they be? Oh, Cabernet, Petit Syrah, Petit Verdot, Cab Franc, I think Carignan, I can't remember uh, the, the fifth one. But it takes time. We're growing the vines, yeah, growing the grapes, and then we'll make the wine, and then, of course, it takes a couple years. So it takes time, but we're excited. It's the first time in 80 years in the family that we've had uh, five more varietals of (laughs) estate wines. 
Well, yeah, it takes vines two or three years before they produce fruit. Good exactly. To use. Exactly. That's that's the truth. Now I'm going to pour for oh. you one of my favorites. You can do it, leave right there. I'm going to pour for you um, our petite sera. I love all the wines, but I um, I love I was trying to do you. A and you don't there. have you you take your time because I've got plenty of glasses. You take your time. The petite sera is a 17, so this was just bottled I think about six months ago, but. Um, I love them all. This is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, the description has got my name on it. Um, I'm a I'm a espresso fiend. So, the description is chocolate, cherry, espresso. That's everything I want and need. <laughs> <laughs> and look at the color on that. I know it's so inky. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So the Zinfandel mine mm -hmm. is that. A good amount of your production? Uh, it produces, we have a half acre. It produces 122 cases, five barrels. Okay. So, so we, it's yeah. We, small. Yeah, it's small. They're all small, uh, 150 cases, 200 mm -hmm. cases, but uh, well made and, and handcrafted. And like I say, the best part for a lot of people is uh, no chemicals or sugars added. Mm, that isn't that yummy very yummy yeah and this is the beginning this yeah, is the birth so good yes yes this and is. it just you know it's incredible to see yes. that color because oh, it really is yes. just yes so inky and dark yes. black fruit and yes and these wines are hand pressed in a 120 year old basket press so it's a gentle process so they really are approachable from the very beginning as you can see because Absolutely. These are babies, but you know, approachable. They're drinkable now, exactly for sure. Exactly. There's the tannins are soft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the process. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Now and I'm gonna what? Uh, go ahead. Are go ahead. any of the wines distributed? Uh, in well, we sell probably. Uh, we have a wonderful wine club, and so we sell direct pretty much uh, in the wine club, and then a little bit here uh, at Charter Oak Winery, uh, and that pretty much. Are they? Know, at any restaurants? Or? Less and less and less. We were at Per Se in New York and Gary Danko's in San Francisco, Kakari in San Francisco, but we are, uh, we have a pretty large wine club and so we're pretty much direct to consumer now. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's the wines, I just want to reiterate what you said. They're being made by Robert, your yes. husband, mm -hmm. and your son. Yes. Yes, uh, father and son are the winemakers. And then, um, you know, we do have a lot of wonderful help coming in, family coming in, sure. and we have our son-in-law coming in. And so we do have a lot of good help. Wow. And the third wine you just poured? The third one I poured you is our... Um, Oh, you know what I did? I think uh -oh. I poured the wrong one. Here, we're going to, I poured you another petite. Well, you can always have two of those, right? <laughs> Let's pour you a Guido. This is a Guido Riganti Old World Field Blend. In here, and this is a 17, so also just newly bottled, but so stunning. In here, we have Cabernet Sauvignon, Old Vine Petite Serrat, Petite Verdot, Cab Franc. Try that one. When people come here for a tasting, mm -hmm. is it likely that they will see you? Are you hosting most of the tastings? I do probably 90%. Okay. Yeah, my husband does uh, probably 5 or 6%, and then we have help with the other 5 or 6%. But I try to be here for uh, the people. Yeah. This wine's dedicated to Rob's grandfather, who his name was Guido Riganti. And so that's mm. the name of the wine, Guido Riganti, Old World Field Blend. That's yummy. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, I love that yeah. one too. They're all so good. <laughs> that's the goal. I remember a time when you were making a lot of different zins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Are you still making a variety of sins? Well, or we have... Has your portfolio changed? Well, it's changed a little bit. We do have the Roberto still, but yes. it sells out so quickly that we don't put it on the form here. We don't want to tease you, you know. Right. Uh, so we do have it, but it flies out of here. And then we had the Monterosos in, the vines oh, planted right. in 1880, and that contract we lost in 14. Uh, so uh, we just have two Zins now, uh, two blends, one Petit Syrah, and uh, one Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and looking forward to more estate wines coming. That's the goal. And just like someone who might be interested in seeing your artwork, mm -hmm. If someone's interested in visiting Charter Oak Winery, they mm -hmm. just need to give you a call. Same thing, charteroakwine.com, or they can go to leilafinucci.com, and then, you know, you'll have our phone number and our text, email call, and uh, we'll set up a tasting and tour. I have to make sure and uh, ask about one of the new ventures with your artwork that you had mentioned to me a little earlier, mm -hmm. and that is... A clothing line. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. talk about that because it's mm -hmm. over the top cool. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, I, I've been in the past licensed with companies like our, my Needlepoint company, the Art Needlepoint company, and uh, people can take your art and, and do Needlepoint and that kind of thing. So I like to share my art in different venues if possible. And one way of sharing uh, that we've been working on for about a year and a half is, is a clothing line, seven paintings on seven different items, keeping it small simple but beautiful and elegant so we have scarves kimonos bomber jackets uh, hoodies leggings and ties <laughs> and um, and they they are in all different paintings black and white or the Paris dream and the pinks or the New York Central Park and the beautiful autumn colors of uh, yellow and orange and green and uh, and um, and we're in the process of uh, of finding fabrics and, and, and doing all that. So we have samples here that people can see. Um, and then uh, once we make our decision with all that, we'll launch the website. I know. It's so tempting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, like the robes and the scarves yeah. are so beautiful thank you, thank you the leggings are a little far out there for <laughs> me <laughs> they're therefore if you want to make a statement yeah you definitely you, want, you to want to make a statement, statement with yeah, those leggings yeah, yeah. and then you with the leggings you can get the matching bomber jacket or I the know, matching now, hoodie now that's really a real over, statement yeah you'd be really over the top with that but um well i like what one person uh, came in and uh she said oh that one that's got my name on it because i'm going to shine <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure but you know if you took the leggings mm -hmm. and put a solid color on top yeah, it would be you, awesome totally you totally can, the awesome. whole the whole point is to have fun to enjoy the art to enjoy the clothes and to feel good and have a great time that's the whole point so what's the plan on where they will be available well uh we're starting a website called art ophelia and it's with a couple other artists who are going to show their art on clothes as well and um, these were produced in London we're looking also in, in India and so when we all make that decision then um, we'll launch the website and I'll definitely tell everybody okay. and you can go on there and, and uh, you know uh, enjoy the clothes
Okay, there you have it, folks. <laughs> In the meantime, you just need to come to Charter Oak Winery and there you go. check it all out and meet Layla Fanucci. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. You know you love wine, and with Total Wine & More, you'll always drink interesting. Total Wine & More has a ridiculously large selection of over 8,000 wines. From California to Australia, Bordeaux to Argentina, all the best wine regions in the world can be found in their aisles. Whether you're looking for a rare vintage or something fun and quaffable, Total Wine & More is the place for those who know wine. So now let's talk about your personal life. We've, okay. You've already talked about a little bit about your family, mm -hmm. but let's get to know more about you. Mm -hmm. If we took a step inside your home, what would we see? Uh, well, the home is uh, the home is where we work. So our home is four different homes on two different properties, and you would see uh, one old farmhouse with filled with art. And in the back barn, uh, we try to do our tastings of wine. Uh, and then we have two places where we uh, welcome our guests. I'm trying mm -hmm. to learn, like, what is your personal style? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean in, in my... In your home. In my home. Well... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I live in my business right now, so that's really hard to that's really hard to, to separate. Say. It's hard to separate. But I can say uh, my home is always a place of um, uh, large, spacious walls filled with uh, wonderful art. I love to be surrounded by the fruit trees and the vines and uh, not a lot in it other than a big table where we can all gather. And the best thing for me and my home is to share good food, good wine, great company, and just to enjoy. That's what I, I like in my home. How about your interior decorating style? How would you describe that? Uh, simple and filled with a lot of art. You know, the things that I like to surround myself with are pieces like carpets that are handmade or Father Mac made me a beautiful grandfather clock that he built, that kind of thing. You know, I like art all around me in different forms. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have a hobby or two? I do. When you're not painting. Yes, when I'm not painting, uh, I love to swim. I swim every day. And uh, uh, we I have, had no idea. Yeah. Well, we built a pool in the back, uh, but it's long. It's a, you know, it's a to do laps. laps. And I am in there every single day. I absolutely love it. If I have a really long day, hard day, I'm in there in the dark at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just hope nobody pops out. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> They'll hear a little splash, splash, splash. Exactly. And then sometimes when we have busy days, I'm in there early in the morning. And so I absolutely love to swim. Yeah. I love uh, a lot of things. I love music, of course. Uh, I love art. I love cooking. Um, I you love are an reading. amazing oh, cook. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, the, the, the cooking part for me is a love, but does take time to do it well. That's the thing I always uh, have a trouble with the time part. But if I take the time, if I do a meal, I take the day and we focus on really preparing a beautiful meal. But all those, th I think, and if you look at, other than the swimming, everything that I've mentioned is creating. I think I love to create. Bucket list item or two. What's on <laughs> What's on your bucket list? Can you think of one or two things that you can share? <clears throat> well, uh, I want to finish the last um, home on this property on these two properties. So we have four, and we're, we we want to do one more. 
<coughs> that's on the bucket list. And then I want to travel around the world more. We get to travel, and then I come home and paint. And I love that, but um, I'd love to travel a little bit more. And then just, um, I think for for us, we just love to gather with uh, family and friends, enjoy, enjoy life. So I neglected to ask you about your your art shows. You have taken your art around the world. I have. We uh, my last international exhibit was at the museum. Um, the Carousel de Louvre in Paris, France, and then I was at the Museum de Marrakesh in Morocco, 30 painting solo three-month international exhibit, so I do exhibit all around the world. Uh, just got back from New York, um, and then of course we were here at Mondavi, and in New York we had a book signing for my second book, um, uh, Striking a Creative Note, Passion to Process, and uh, a solo exhibit as well. So I do travel with these uh, beautiful paintings. Well, they are amazing. I mean, I just Thank have you. to go back to saying how amazing they are. And Thank they you. and the application on the clothing is, you know, like we said before, is just spectacular. Thank you. Well, that's that's hopefully going to bring a little art in people's lives uh, in a way that's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about your personal life mm -hmm. here. Do you have a hidden talent people might not know about you? Um, I don't know about that. I love music. I play music every day, the piano, the... Uh, guitar, um, so I play every day, but um, I love music, uh, uh, obviously art, uh, you know, I love yeah. all the creative stuff, cooking, reading, You don't speak swimming, a, a foreign language, or, you know, my parents, or collect something yeah. unusual? No, uh, no, not a collector. No. Uh, uh, my parents spoke three languages each. Oh, wow. My mother was from France, born and raised, father from Istanbul, Turkey, born and raised, and they spoke three languages, and yet all three children only want English. <laughs> that's interesting. I know, I know. I wonder what that says. <laughs> that's a long, longer story. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. There is something that I neglected to ask you. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm wondering, why did you and Robert choose to move to St. Helena? Of all the places in the valley to move right, to. Right, Well, we uh, moved nine times in 11 years, including uh, he went to NYU for his uh, postgraduate degree, his LLM tax law. And um, and then we, when we uh, decided where we're going to plant our roots with these three little kids, uh, he wanted to be close to his grandparents, uh, close to the winery, close to you know uh, the his art form that he loves, wine making, wine, and he's been making wine uh, with his grandfather since he was a little boy. So we've been here over forty years, and that's where we came and stayed. So you came to Saint Saint Helena, so mm -hmm. you can be close to his grandfather. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's wrap things up now with what I like to call five quick questions. Okay. So they're just random questions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we just have fun with it. So mm -hmm. here we go. What kind of car do you drive? <laughs> a big old truck. What kind of truck? Uh, it's a Chevy truck. Way too big for me, but that's what we drive because we need it for the wine. Okay. The <laughs> Who is your favorite clothing designer? Oh, gosh, I'm not a clothing person. So I would say probably um, uh, Eileen Fisher. I like the simple look. Okay. What is the last piece of candy you ate? Last piece of candy I ate was at a party we gave uh, for uh, our wine club members' 10th anniversary party. And it was a little 10th anniversary 
Hershey's Kiss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite singer? Oh, I have so many. Bocelli. Okay, one of your favorites. Okay, Andrew Bocelli. Okay. Yeah. Diana Krall. Love her. And what's one of your favorite movies? Um, believe it or not, I, I love the sound of music and always have. Okay. I love the Titanic. I love, you know, I love the greats. Okay. Layla, <laughs> thank you so much for staying down with Pleasure. me today. Thank you, Michelle. Always so much fun to be with thank you. Thank you so much. Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.